Hey guys, welcome to Sippin' Cosmos. I'm your resident paranormal enthusiast, Ashley. And I'm your neighborhood skeptic, Lane. And I am somewhere in between the two, perfectly in the middle, I'm Sarah. But today we have a special guest with us. We do. A dear friend of mine, someone who I absolutely love to death, Caroline Miner is here. Hi. Yeah. Cosmos. Welcome, Hi. Caroline. Hi. Caroline's a model. She does. She's a musician, yeah. an activist. She's a renaissance woman. She does it all. I'm a modern day renaissance woman. And her music is fire. And we are going to talk about the paranormal today. We're going to talk about ghosts. Do they exist? What's negative energy? What's positive energy? So there's a documentary on Netflix called The Cecil Hotel. Yeah, well, it's based on the Hotel Cecil. Yeah, I forget the exact name of the documentary, but we just watched it. And this is a great jumping off point. I think it's called point. The Disappearance at the Hotel Cecil, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I didn't know about the Hotel Cecil until I heard about the serial killer that lived there. Richard Ramirez. Exactly. He was there was another Netflix was documentary as, he, about yeah, him. Recently he's known as the Night Stalker. So he, oh, he killed that. a lot of people in Los Angeles and throughout California actually. And he took up residence at the hotel on the top floor. He's known for having lived there. Weren't multiple serial killers like lived yeah, there? Yeah, I forget who else, but he's the most prominent for sure. There's just a lot of negative people and things that happened at this hotel. Mm-hmm. So the documentary is about a girl who was staying there who disappeared, and it turns out that they found her body in the water tower there. Right. Like weeks later. Weeks later, yeah. Guests were complaining <laughs> that the water tasted really strange and was like uh, a black color. Uh, um, yeah, a metallic. I think they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it tasted like metallic, ooh. and it was weird. Exactly. And so. I, I guess they decided to check out the water tank on the on the roof of the building. And there they found Alyssa Lamb's decomposing body in the water tank. Oh, that's so sad. And this is after <laughs> there was a You must be kidding, aren't you? Oh my god. Um not kidding. This actually happened and uh it was a huge deal because this girl had gone missing and it was all over the internet because there was a really crazy video of her looking like she was hiding from someone in the elevator there was elevator mm-hmm. footage and it was wacky footage it was wild um looked like she was really trying to run away from someone and dodging them at all costs and so she went missing and no one knew where she was she was also from canada she was just on a trip by herself it's like a parent's it's horrifying worst it's a horrifying yeah, yeah. but it's terrifying so and- a lot of crazy shit has happened at the hotel c so there's been serial killers people have jumped to their death from the top floor there's been a lot of suicide a lot of killing and a lot of just negative things happening in this one building and you actually went there right lane i did go there so um, you didn't know any of this before you went there right no i was downtown with a couple of friends and we were actually like shooting photos um just for fun and um one of the the photographers said why don't we go to the top floor of this hotel i heard it's really cool and i had no idea about this hotel at all i had no idea no idea about the back history or anything so we go in it's an old ass building super old and it already feels a little creepy but i wasn't catching vibes just yet 
We go to the top floor. As soon as I get out of the top floor, I start feeling this crazy heavy gravity. It almost, it just felt like a gravitational pull that was like sucking you down. It was inexplicable, otherworldly. I had never felt anything like it. It was insane. It didn't feel real. You don't know this story? Mm-mm. Yeah. Never no. told Caroline this wow. story. Yeah, he brought it up to me at dinner. He was like, did I ever tell you the story about the Hotel Cecil? And I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty wild coming from like someone like you who doesn't really believe in anything paranormal. Well, let me weird. let me finish the story and I'll yeah. tell oh, you. Okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so we're, we walk around the corridor a little bit creepy. I mean, felt hazy almost. It was out of a dream. It didn't feel real. And all of a sudden, I just felt myself getting weaker and weaker. Like something was trying to like suck me down. And I fell to my knees and had a crippling anxiety attack. It was unreal. Um, and my other friends felt the gravity too. They felt it too. Wow. And neither of them are really like anxious people or suffer from any anxiety or mental illness like that. But they felt it. They felt the gravity. So we we were like, we need to get, I, I told them like, we need to get out of here. We need to get out of here. We need to leave. Like, this is not normal. So jetted into the elevator, the very elevator that Elisa Lam was in, mm. <laughs> which I didn't know about Creepy. either. Um, and then we went down and I, I ran blocks away from the building. I was like, we have to like, get out of the the oh immediate gosh. area. <laughs> like, I, can't, I couldn't be near the building anymore. Oh, wow. I felt it. And afterwards I was like, dude, I, I told the photographer, I asked the photographer, I was like, where did you just take us? What was that? Because that wasn't normal. That didn't feel mm-hmm. normal. Okay. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I just heard it was cool, but it's definitely haunted. I heard that too. And so I looked it up online and it's what American Horror Story Hotel was based <laughs> off of. Oh <laughs> and... Like I looked up all the all the death and all the murders and all the serial killers that had lived there, and I was like, no wonder. But I had never really believed in uh, like the paranormal like that. Is that until not that proof? Like, is that not proof that well, when ne- I, like negative energy or positive energy, just residual spiritual energy, is a thing? What like, I think you knew nothing yes, about this place, and exactly. you felt it. What I think it's proof of is that there definitely is positive and negative energy in the world. Mm -hmm. There are places that carry a certain energy based on events that have happened in that that area, in that location. Hmm. In the Hotel Cecil's case, there is just an overwhelming negative energy, and I don't know what it is, but it, it really creates a gravitational pull, and you feel the heartbreak. You feel, it felt like Dementors. From Harry Potter coming oh in, my just God. Like, that's what it felt like, and it it, it it takes it plays with the negative aspects of your mind, and they just suck the life out. And of that's you. what it felt yeah. like. That's what it felt like. Yeah. But the kicker to the story is that my friend Evan actually went to his coworker the next day and mentioned that we went to the hotel, and without even saying another word about our experience, his coworker said, "Dude, I went. I've been there, and I felt this really crazy gravity." on the top floor and Evan's like no fucking way because we felt the same thing so other people have uh other people have felt this and if you look online at people's accounts of being there on reddit or even uh like hotels.com reviews of the hotel 
But then there was like thousands of people, people staying there all the time, well, though. The people, well, people that, chase that stuff, too. Mm. But no, the mo- most of the people that stay there were tourists that were unsuspecting of anything going on there, like from Europe. Like right. Foreigners, because like, no it's idea. by far the cheapest hotel to stay in in Los Angeles. Right. Currently, it's like under renovation. It's not even a hotel anymore. But yeah. um, at the time, it was just all European tourists. and But half the hotel is also low-income housing, so it was like prostitutes and uh, like people that homeless people that were just trying to get by so it was crazy no it doesn't exactly look like a five-star hotel (laughs) but there's a lot of places around the world that people claim to be haunted so what's so you're saying you still don't believe in ghosts though like it's not a someone that was dead um, alive who's now i'm not ready to say that i don't believe in ghosts i find ghosts to be almost an invention of humans it's kind of like folklore but it's possible it's possible i don't think it's likely but it's possible but i do believe that certain energy can stick with a location can stick with a person Mm -hmm. so i believe in energy waves and energy levels being altered Mm. and staying in certain places for sure but I think that's the same thing as like a ghost. It's just energy, residual energy that one person used to possess that's now like stuck there because of either like a negative thing that happened or, you know. Resi- but when you use the word, the, the term ghost. Well, I don't like that word. Exactly. I- it kind of it kind of makes you think of someone haunting you. <laughs> like right. A legitimate apparition, <laughs> like a figure, you know, that's what ghost reminds most people of. Yeah. I think when you say energy, it's more relatable and um, it fits situations better. I mean, people all around the world believe in in the concept of a ghost, though. It's interesting. There's like two things that scare me. It's ghosts and sharks. (laughs) (laughs) And sharks aren't going to like eat me in my bed at night. So it's like (laughs) so I'm, I'm really like sometimes I freak myself out and I'm like. In a, like it's usually if I watch a scary movie like I used to Me watch too. like The Exorcism of Emily Rose or something scary and then yeah. I like think there's demons in my room trying to yeah. kill me do you guys have moments like that like Caroline do yeah, you yeah I mean for sure like you're talking about like if I feel like there's something like there mm-hmm. oh for sure really like, for sure like all there's the time. something like watching you yeah all the time yeah like but I don't know. I had actually like a really interesting experience recently um, where I um, wanted to talk to a medium because I never have. And I was like, I want to know, like, you know, about past loved ones, because like in 2020, it was just like a rough year and a lot of people lost a lot of other people. So I was just like, you know what? I want to talk to a medium, like whatever, like what bad could it like? what bad things could have come from this, you know? So I found a medium and um, I called her. Actually, I posted like on Instagram. I was like, hey, like, does anyone know of like a medium that I can talk to? Because I'm just, I need it. And um, I, someone DM me and they were like, oh, my mom. And I was like, okay, (laughs) sick. Got on the phone with her, and she was like, it seems like you want to talk, like, now. Like, I fe- I can feel, like, what you're feeling right now. Like, wow. it seems like you really want to talk. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like there's, like, a heaviness in your chest and stuff. And I was like, 
Well, yeah, because it also had happened to be like the one year anniversary of like one of my friends passing. And um, it was so interesting. She was like, OK, well, I'll call you. We'll like do a Zoom call in like an hour. So I'll, like send you a link. And I was like, OK, word. <laughs> nice little Zoom Where was she? session. Where was she located? Um, San Diego. Okay. And she was like, you could come here, but like also it works on she Zoom. was like, it does this, like it's going to be the same. Yeah. Did so you ask like, her about that? Like, how does this work across the screen? Or did she explain? Yeah, of course. Well, you? she had her eyes closed the whole time. <laughs> wow. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah. I want to hear this story now. Yeah, totally. I mean, I have been like super, super skeptical until I think like this experience and as soon as I like got on the call with her on zoom she was like okay so yeah there's this one person started describing him and was like oh it was this person that like had passed away like a year ago and I was like by name like not by name but like by full description to the T yeah to the T and I was like okay (laughs) weird but I was like well this is the point like this is why I wanted to talk to a medium because I need to know like what's going on like is this person okay wherever (laughs) they are like whatever's going on like is this person okay Mm -hmm. and um basically (laughs) she started going into all this other stuff after like talking a little bit about that specific situation and she was like do you ever feel like (laughs) there's someone like at your shoulder like tapping you or like being there like for you like touching your shoulder and I'm like, oh, well, yeah, I thought that was just, like, my anxiety and, like, my my brain being weird. And she's like, no, that's him. Wow. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she was like, do you ever, you know, feel like you put your keys somewhere and then they're not there? And then she was like, oh, he's a funny guy, right? Like, he's he's funny, right? And I was like, oh, yeah. She was like, that's him. He's just messing with you. No. Yeah. Wow. And then she went on to say... Um, this is interesting, but I have to tell you, like, growing up, did you have um, an imaginary friend? And I was like, I mean, yeah, didn't, like, everyone have an imaginary friend growing up? And she was like, well, you have qualities of a medium, and has anyone ever told you that you're an empath before? Like, whenever I get around certain people, like, I feel their emotions, and, like, I definitely, like, absorb the energy that's around me. Mm Um, which plays, like, a big role in, like, how I'm feeling mentally Mm -hmm. constantly. And um, she was like, oh, yeah, well, your imaginary friend maybe wasn't so imaginary. And I was like, oh, so. Wow. I'm. Triple wow. Like, Like you're, like, the kid from uh, I See Dead People. What is that movie? Six Six Sense. Sense. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, oh. So like, she was like, you know, if you Bruce go and Willis like, was your imaginary friend. Yeah, she was like, if you go and you try and open your third eye a little bit, like maybe you can have more communication. Wow. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just keep that closed because I don't know if I can mentally handle that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yeah, but so crazy. I mean, she told me a lot of other stuff, but it was just like really spot on. Yeah, and it was insane. What was your imaginary friend's name? Do you remember? <laughs> Or, like, what you guys did together and stuff? Played, like, yeah. the playground. Everything. <laughs> we did everything together. <laughs> like, no, but for real, like... Wow. It's interesting. It makes yeah. you think, because they say children and dogs are more susceptible mm-hmm. to that kind of energy, and maybe everyone's imaginary friend as a kid is really an, an 
identity. Do they really exactly. say that about kids and dogs? Mm-hmm. Why is that? Like, they're just, like, more susceptible. They're more curious and, like, open about the world. And, like, dogs are very sensitive, mm-hmm. too. Dogs can, like, feel people's This energies. also goes back to our past life uh, conversation where children have memories that they of just lose lives. over time. Right. Potential memories of past lives that are just completely go missing once mm-hmm. they become eight or nine, you know? Yeah. So have you heard about that phenomenon? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I, I saw on like I think it was TikTok or something. This TikTok kid, it was going around. This kid was like, Oh yeah, I, I jumped out of a building. It was nine eleven or something. Wow. It's pretty fucked up and wild. Yeah, and I'm like, Oh, so he there was is saying something he, after this? Like I'm gonna potentially be in, be in a I'm you know, well. Body. I'm not. If you if you guys want to listen to the previous episode, you'll find that I'm not truly a believer in this theory. Um, I, I find it possible, but um, not truly believable. But it is interesting that some of the stories that have come out of people remembering things in the past. So See, I think it it's that. all connected. If you believe in energy at all, like residual energy, whether it be like a ghost or you know, a past life. I just think it's all connected in a way. See, I have trouble thinking that spirits and ghosts, whatever you want to refer to them as, can be real, but also we can have past lives and um, that kind of stuff. I think they're very connected, the concepts. But if we have past lives and then we're reincarnated into a new body... Who who's to say what happens to those souls that don't get reincarnated and become ghosts? Like, I, what's what's the measure? I think some don't and some do, and it depends on your experience in that life and just what your soul and your energy wants, like, needs to do and wants to do, and your connection to the universe and the collective consciousness. And it's, I think, there could be a lot of different factors that mm-hmm. I believe play that people it. that are empaths and mm-hmm. that have certain brain chemistry that is you know, different than the, the typical person, the typical human being, um, are are able to sense energy levels in a different way than people that don't have that brain chemistry issue. As someone with mental illness and with brain chemistry fluctuating all the time, I can tell you that I can feel energy levels shifting all the time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's almost a superpower where not to quote Kanye (laughs) oh no but um you know it feels like it feels like it's almost a sixth sense for lack of a better word in in understanding different and shifting energy levels I feel like that's why I was so affected at the hotel because I for whatever reason not even knowing what had happened in the past could sense all of the negative things that had happened there. And there's some I people that go in it. there and don't feel anything. So that's valid, mm-hmm. I would say. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Th- there are people that probably go in there and uh, like random tourists from Europe that have no idea what's going on. They're like, mm-hmm. goes right over They're there. Like, this place is a little weird, but They're okay. like, this is lovely. <laughs> I even think, I, I think in the water tastes <laughs> a little weird, but okay. I actually, oh my God. It's I, black, it's fine. but okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess the water is black in America. Yeah. In Los Angeles, I think actually it is usually. Yeah. No, we don't. Our water supply is not. It's that actually bad, one of the lowest rated waters in really? the country. Really? Tap know. water. Tap water. Yeah. But um, I think actually we were in the elevator and Evan asked one of the 
people in the elevators like a european tourist who barely spoke english she's like have you have you felt weird in this hotel as we were going down i'm like having a panic attack and he asked this guy and the guy's like no it's been totally fine <laughs> but the guy's looking at me like i'm out of my mind like oh my god <laughs> like i'm like hyperventilating in the That's corner so funny. you know why he but, said no because he knew that they were listening he was yeah. like no no it's fine <laughs> dude also that medium literally told me like do you ever see things out of the corner of your eye? Or like, do you ever see something and you're like, oh, like that's a person, like maybe in the distance and then you come up on it and it's like not? She's like, no, it is. Wow. Like, I'm like, she was really telling oh. you that you, because, you know. She's telling me I need psychiatric this. help. <laughs> well, here's the thing. She is, I have to say, she is, she was asking questions that seemed like things that most people would go through. Like, right. yeah, I that's think what I'm people saying, see like, things out of the corner of their eyes. Mm-hmm. People, people do sometimes keys. feel right. like the tapping totally. on the shoulder. I can't relate with, but I feel like that's the most uh, interesting one to me. Mm-hmm. But she, she was pretty. She was spot on. She started talking about some stuff. I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. And I was like, how did you know this? Like something about like my granddad who like had just passed away. Wow. She was like, did he like have a hat that was like significant? Or something. And that's an interesting. I was like, a hat. And then she started describing the hat. And I was like, okay. That's pretty cool. Weird. And then, so what had happened was he, like, always wore this hat because he was bald, (laughs) bald all the time, whatever. He always wore this hat. And um, my mom, before he got buried, she took it to the funeral home because she was like, I want it to be buried with him because it was like his favorite hat. It was like a thing. But, like, her and her sister went to go take it. And it was like this huge thing. Like my mom, like some stuff happened. It was like an ordeal. Um, <laughs> anyway, over it was like a situation. And then he like brought it up, like through the wow. medium. Like, and I was like, oh, so literally, how could anyone else know that? I didn't tell any. Like, so the hat this was, was a conversation I had just with my mom. The hat was very significant. Yeah. So the the fact that she mentioned a hat, and it was so significant in your grandfather's life. Well, I, I feel like that is very valid. Not even that, but just the situation with they yeah. were, your mom was fighting over I the just hat. Think like he was the there hat. seeing that potentially. Right. Like I don't post about it on social media. I don't talk about it frequently. Yeah. It's so, not something she could have googled like, or found out or. Absolutely not. She yeah. was just intuitive, and she. She was like, "Oh, she knew there was a hat involved." <laughs> she's like, "You look like someone." Yeah, she's like, "Whose oh. granddad had a hat?" <laughs> like, I think there's people that take advantage of people and really Absolutely. don't yeah. have this kind of sixth sense and She's gift. So sad. Honestly, but there's people maybe, that do, and maybe it gives they do. everyone a bad rap. Maybe they do have the gift, but then it becomes to the point where you're like doing this for a living, and then you become highly publicized, and it's like, let's get you a TV show, and then you like have to perform this mm-hmm. thing that maybe doesn't always come. I can't imagine that it, you constantly are getting messages from these spirits all day long. So I feel like it could be you're trying to like conjure this thing up that doesn't always naturally come. You have to kind of let it come. At least that's how I understand it. It's like more if natural you're truly than a medium, If you're truly a medium, then when you focus your energy on one person's energy, then you should be able to read that person. I don't know. I disagree. I'm kind of with Sarah on here. You can't expect someone to... Be fully dialed in and like yeah. always have be talking to and when you something have the from pressure. the other side. First of all, it takes a lot of energy and and just people people become exhausted from yeah. it after. Right. It's, it's a whole like process. When you have the pressure of a camera crew and 
TLC, this giant network. She's on TLC, right? <laughs> yeah. A giant network. Like, okay, you know, we need to finish shooting she's by got, Thursday. She's got the channel. hair done. She has to deliver. Yeah, like, we need you to go to the grocery store and read three people's. The guy know. in the meat department. Yeah, like the guy who's giving you your deli meats. Like, yeah, we need you to. I've brawl. never watched. Like, yeah. You've lost someone before. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, oh my God. My cousin. <laughs> exactly. And she's like, that's it. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He said and, he and everyone's loves like, you everyone goes like okay. this. You're amazing. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, here's your brisket. But I hate <laughs> yeah. I hate when the message is just like, he loves you and he's okay. And he yeah. wants you to know that yeah. he loves you and he and 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 everything's gonna be okay. I it's will like this say just such a generic if, yeah. But if that makes someone's day and that like really <laughs> yeah. makes them happy, that's exactly. all that matters. I that's agree. what I went into like having this like meeting with this medium situation. That's how I went into it. Because I was like, you know what? Even if it's not real, at least don't make me feel better. Because I was <laughs> yeah. not doing not Yeah, good you weren't in a good place. And right. maybe yeah, maybe like... it would help you heal in a way. Exactly. And yeah. that's why, like, while I don't necessarily believe in most of what mediums do, and, like, while it's possible, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that as long as they're helping people heal, mm -hmm. that's the most important thing. I agree. I wonder if I, anyone's ever gone to a medium and the medium was like, Okay, well, your grandmother says she fucking hates you. Um, oh my she God. doesn't love you. Like, yeah. I, I, like what kind of medium? Yeah. No, that, so that would be that would be horrible. Well, you wouldn't be going to a medium if your grandma was that much of a bitch. I mean, <laughs> unless no, what if she secretly? Sarah's was saying, what if she secretly yeah, didn't like you? Yeah, yeah. Like that would be brutal. Totally. That no one would go to that medium. I don't think unless they would, they'd be like, wow, this medium's really telling the truth. That's I don't true. Know. Um, there's also a difference like there's psychics that aren't mediums and then there's psychic mediums and then there's just mediums <laughs> and then there's tarot card readers I don't know I don't know what the, the <laughs> definitions are of each of those isn't but. a psychic just someone who tells the future I think that's a completely different thing yeah it? it's they don't claim to connect with the other side and like dead people right. but they they claim to read your energy and like your trajectory Based on you know your energy and what you're telling them. Ashley, can you tell your Ouija board story? Because I find that extremely <laughs> interesting. Has anyone here played with the Ouija board before? Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you, okay, so I'll tell my story. Well, it's not really a story. I just I've been into this stuff since I was pretty young. Um, I used to do the Ouija board with my best friend and her mom, <laughs> believe it or not, because. Um, we were just really into it. She had like a big house and we felt like it was haunted and we were just having fun with it at first. And then every time we did it with her mom, it was a different story. I'm telling you, because we've all like as kids played the Ouija board and we're right. like messing around with our friends or siblings and we're all pushing in like it's fun and it's fun and games. But when we did it with her mom and it worked because it didn't work every time, but when it did a lot of the times. It moves in circular motions, and your hands are just hovering over the top of it, or at least ours were. This is how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to hover over the top of the piece that's moving, and ever so slightly, it almost feels like magnetic. like, mm -hmm. And it would move in circular motions, like sometimes a lot. Like it would pull us, and it's a feeling like none other. It didn't feel like one of us was pushing it or anything. It's, it's almost like you could tell if someone was pushing it or not. And it felt like a force outside of us was moving this thing around in circular motions. And it would say kind of fucked up shit. Like one time it was like cursing at us. 
another time her dog was in the room and he was running around the island and it like rode out like chased me or something oh. one time the piano in the other room played and no one else was home that's terrifying oh one time actually this is the weirdest thing a bird flew into the window when we were doing it oh my god um <laughs> So a lot of weird stuff, and you're like, why did you keep doing this? You guys found the we- one <laughs> Ouija board that Hasbro made no. that was actually possessed. This is Lane's, <laughs> Lane's whole argument is like, how could this be real? It's a toy like made by like a toy Hasbro, company. Like Parker yeah. Brothers makes. I, I think know. that's <laughs> irrelevant, though. Okay. Like, they're, okay, and listen. I, they're trying- I had a eureka moment just now, though. What? The way I felt the energy in the Hotel Cecil, it's potentially the way you felt the energy on the Ouija board. The only difference is that a lot of crazy shit had actually happened at the hotel. But I'm I'm actually open to crazy the idea of the Ouija board. Go ahead. Continue, continue your story. But yeah, like it's just a way for that energy to communicate in a way. You know, it, it it's just you could make a Ouija board out of like a a wooden block and write letters exactly. on it. Or it could it's a, it can be in any language, any symbols or any it's just a way of communicating. Because Ouija board's been around for like so much longer than like Hasbro. Absolutely. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like didn't like witches start that? I think Ouija translates to witch. Oh. In like some weird language if I'm cur- if it's so- it? Ouija sounds like witch, so it would make sense. But I think I I watched a YouTube video on the origins of Ouija boards, and yeah, I think they date back to the 1800s, potentially. Well, wow. there was a movement called the Spiritualist Movement, where it was basically a bunch of people that were having psychic experiences and medium experiences, and there's churches all around the world called Spiritualist Churches that is basically a community of psychics and mediums that get together and they have sessions. There's one in Hollywood. I went um, oh. with my mom and my sister. It's a little weird because they have kind of like a church service. And you're like, is this church? Is this a seance? Like, what is this? But it's really interesting. After their little service, they sing a few songs to build the vibrations, they say, to, to make it like positive mm-hmm. vibrations and bring it up. Then they have a seance. And they basically, one person will lead it and they'll go around the room and Whatever comes up, whoever they think they're communicating with, they'll be like, okay, I have um, a male who died, like, a heart attack, and is that you? And then, like, kind of like one of those conventions, but it's a spiritual, it's free. You don't have to pay for it, so it's not like they're just trying to get your money. I'm I'm sure they ask for donations, I think, actually, but every church does that. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have to, like, run somehow, pay rent. But it's it just feels very it, it's 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 a weird community, but it's very interesting and welcoming and it's Are it's you a part cool. of this community? <laughs> <laughs> I went there with my mom um and my sister after my dad passed away. Um we didn't get like any specific message. Actually one time I went okay, I went in New York too and I still lived in New York. There's a spiritualist church in New York City. With my friend, my best friend, and her mom, who we did the Ouija boards with. We were just into this kind of stuff. We had a seance, and she said a man with, like, a silver hair had his hand on my shoulder, and he was giving me, like, a sash, and he was really proud of me. And at that point, only my grandfather had passed away, and he had, like, a long, slick silver hair. I mean, I know that's, like, kind of Old people hair. And then she said (laughs) that... I need to like watch my finances and be better with like money. Oh, wow. <laughs> every, and I was like, every girl. True. <laughs> yeah. That is. But. <laughs> what 
an amazing piece of advice. I know, though. I know that was like kind of basic, but at the time you were spending we were a like, lot of money. <laughs> I was spending. <laughs> oh my god, it was just interesting, dude. Actually, and it's not like they're charging so much where it's like, oh, they're just trying to like, yeah, take money from dude. People. Actually, I completely forgot. This is so random, but the way that you're saying that, dude, Lane, it's real, okay? Because this medium told me. That everyone, the people on the other side were telling me to drink more water. And like, <laughs> so I was like, oh my God. And then turns out like I had a kidney infection at the time. Wow. Really? Yeah. My argument would here be. Here comes the skeptics. I know. My argument here would be. Everyone needs to drink more water. Exactly. And it's but a, what are especially the here in California, people she are saying it all the time. It. She kept repeating it. She was like, well, the no, fact that's that she, crazy. The fact that she made such a big deal about that as well definitely raises some eyebrows. I think it's definitely interesting. But wait, if you had drank more water, would a, that have helped your kidney situation? Yeah, yeah of course. Of course. Because oh. it like flushes That's one of the most kidneys. important things yeah. to do when oh, you have a kidney wow. infection is drink a lot of fluids. So the fact that she was repeating Dr. that is... Dr. Wyman. It, yeah, she was Paging like, make sure you do. <laughs> and I was like, geez, okay. It's like she It's like she knew that there was she something knew. wrong. That's weird. To me, that's kind of the craziest thing of all. Mm-hmm. To me, she, she seems that. extremely intuitive. Yeah. I can't. I can't understand the hat thing. I. I there's you no... know what, Lane? <laughs> I think that you need to bring her in on this podcast. That would I think be amazing. We do. Can we do that? Dude, probably. Can you? Can you send me her info? Yeah. I would love to have her. Mm-hmm. I, hey, I'm open, and I'm impressed about the hat thing and the because water I'm thing. Repeating you, that is. Yeah. It's real. Okay. There's a lot <laughs> of connections between um, mediums and, and with your health, like there. Mm-hmm. They say there's a lot to be learned about your health and like they want to help you. You're, and also spirit guides is another thing that mediums claim to connect to that just want to help you and can say stuff about your health. Never never <laughs> heard of that, but it sounds very interesting. Yeah. Play a soundbite? <laughs> I would love a soundbite right now. Yeah, I could really use Give one. Give me a good one. You must be crazy. I can't drink this. <laughs> 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 oh, that would have been good for the water. Yeah. Uh, I, as much as I want to, um, and as much as I'm, like, scared of all this stuff, I've psyched myself out my entire life. Like, when I was a kid, I was petrified of ghosts, would, like, not sleep in my own room. I slept in my mom's room until I was, like, 14. I'm not even kidding. I'd no. be, like, texting boys, like, in my mom's bed. Yeah. It's, like, embarrassing. But, I no, I've never had anything. I've had stuff that I like conjured up in my head that I was like, no, like I think I saw something. Like, no. I like your use mm-hmm. of conjure because yeah. the conjuring is the a conjuring. great yeah. set of movies. Yeah. You That's know, I another t- thing. Like, those are based on true stories, apparently. Apparently. You and me, here. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. The one story that scares Caroline's the bel- crap out of me is the, a believer. the. Yeah, I think I am. Yeah. The Amityville Horror. Do you guys know that one? Yeah. Yeah, I used to drive yeah. past that house all the time because I was so interested. Really? I want to go to it. I've never been. Well, they, they completely, changed they the completely renovated it because people yeah. were driving past it too often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. someone lives there happily now, right? Yes. Do they live there happily, though? Are they actually happy? I, I think it's, like, absolutely fine. Like, I think that one was a little... Fabricated. Fabricated yes. for the movie. They said that there was, like, green slime, like, coming out of the walls. Like, oh, my God. No, it sounds no. like no. a hash ghost- slinging slash. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Ghostbusters. <laughs> the hash slinging slash. Hash slinging slash. I just got that. SpongeBob. You SpongeBob. Know SpongeBob. Yeah. We should put that soundbite in in post, please. The hash slinging. 
Good thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. But <laughs> you're good at that. That was good. There's stories of possession, like demonic <laughs> possession all around the world, though. Let's talk about this. Um, well, what do you think of that? I mean, there's m- movies made about it. It happens. Real. There's real accounts you think of it's it. Real? Well, yeah. I can tell you right now, Caroline and Ashley are true believers, hundred <laughs> um, percent. I can feel the energy. So, do you think it's just mentally ill people, and and <laughs> they say they're possessed, or what? I think <laughs> probably that is or people that are severely, severely mentally, severely <laughs> mentally, <laughs> severely mentally ill, potentially suffering from schizophrenic, uh, schizophrenic things going on in their brain, um, and well, I feel like probably other things a whole cocktail of things going on in the brain <laughs> in the case of a better in word. the case of so um, or or they're absolutely lying and just trying to get attention right. well in the case of the amityville horror so that whole story started because there was a family living robert in that DeFeo. house yes robert defeo and um this whole family lived there they had a lot of siblings and i guess the oldest boy decided he or ronald he, defeo yeah he had like mental health issues and um, went out to the bar one night, got super drunk, and came home and killed the whole family, like shot them dead in their beds. Mm-hmm. And so obviously they're like bring him to jail. And he said that like someone told him to do he it. He said that which spirits living in the house were telling him to do it. A major sign of schizophrenia. Well, that's a very interesting story. When I moved to San Francisco, <laughs> okay. two suitcases, and I didn't know anyone. That didn't work, unfortunately. <laughs> that wasn't as good as the last one. Uh... It was an interesting story, though. And then the people that moved into the house afterwards, because the house was famous in the neighborhood, yes. they, 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 they were authors, and yeah. they wrote a story about yeah. the Amityville mm-hmm. Horror, mm-hmm. and they said that there were pigs flying in the house. Oh, and there was slime on the walls. And there was slime coming out of the walls, yeah. and that like, there were spirits everywhere. Like, they painted a whole circus of things. And then they got contacted by movie executives like, like we want to make a movie. Genius. Yeah. yeah. And it freaked a lot of people out. A viewer says, I read he had connections to the mob. DeFeo? Not oh. surprised. Long Island, DeFeo? Excuse me. <laughs> Speaking of that, <laughs> they say the comedy store is haunted, too. Because, oh, I heard that. Yeah. Because here in L.A., at the world famous comedy store. It used to be a club that was like mob owned and they used to do like coat hanger abortions in the basement. They used to kill people all the time. And there's stories of a lot of people that work there, things flying off the walls, chairs moving, weird noises, stuff like that. You know, I worked yeah. at a bar and <laughs> <laughs> and I never See, experienced you seem to have all these experiences, but you're like mm. Well, I told you, I believe There's in energy. There's an explanation. It's just the energy, but... So someone was <laughs> murdered at this bar like 10 or 15 years ago, I think. It's backstage bar. It's in Culver City. Um, and I would have to close out the bar. Like, I would close with, like, the bartenders. We'd be there till 3 or 4 a.m. sometimes. And I would see out of the corner of my eye flashes of light. And it was just pitch black in the bar. I would just be sitting at the bar, like having a drink at the end of the night, maybe. Mm-hmm. The Whoa. bartender, and I'd ask them, like, "Yo," because I started, I was like the newer, newest person working there. And I was like, "You guys feel weird energy here?" And they're like, "Yeah, hundred percent." So I, I think there was a negative energy there too. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say it was negative. It was more just a weird, eerie feeling, like you're being watched. But it felt realer than just like the typical situation where you feel like you're being watched and like you run up the stairs at night <laughs> when you, like, you go out, go down to get water or something, you know. It was like sitting at the bar and you felt like 
someone was there for real. But um, so what do you think negative energy is? I feel like when so much shit happens in one spot that so it's it's, it's palpable. It's the trauma of mm-hmm. the event itself that leaves the negative energy because why can't it it's be the, emotion. the person and it's the emotions that the person I think felt it's and the, their I think, energy? I that's think it's left the emotional there. like outpour that's happened time and time again. I think in a pl- at a place like the Hotel Cecil where it's happened so often and it's just riddled with negative energy and horrible things that have happened there. You have no choice but to feel it. It's like a negative place. Yeah. You just feel it. It's hard to put into words, but it, yeah. that energy is forever cemented in the fabric of the building. You know. That was so poetic. Thank you. <laughs> the I, I felt of that. The I felt building. that flowing. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, you know what? Thank you. Sing. It felt good. Right now, sing, girl. See, I feel <laughs> like potentially being in that, like being immersed in that space, you could get possessed by this negative energy mm-hmm. or or at least influenced. And that's where say, my theory by, that people that have different brain chemistry or fluctuating brain chemistry are more susceptible to being overtaken by negative energy. Mm. Or even like someone told me recently, like when you're watching a scary movie, like that's when you're like susceptible to that to right. like mm. those entities and like those energies and you're on like edge that. and as an empath, you're on edge and then it's like oh th- whatever is lingering there is like oh you know what easy target exactly mm-hmm. exactly you know and well i i don't know if it's an actual entity i will say that a negative energy can overtake mm-hmm. your overall energy that you internalize i think you're just telling yourself <laughs> That you don't believe these things, so that way you're not a target. (laughs) I used to not. Well, I I did feel like a target at the hotel. Yeah, but I have to say. Well, didn't the girl? I I get what you're saying. The girl that died there had she was bipolar. Mm -hmm. She was off of her. She start. She stopped taking her medication, and I think she definitely was bipolar, but potentially had underlying schizophrenia. Mm. And I think what happens when you're on some of these drugs sometimes is that. The moment you come off of them, your brain chemistry goes wild. Like, you can't handle it, especially, like, if it's an abrupt giving up of the drug. Like, boom. So, especially for someone who's already, like, got some major mental illness issues, it could have been a recipe for disaster for her. Because as soon as she's off of her bipolar drugs, maybe this underlying schizophrenia started to come out. And she's in a different city where she's never been before in a weird hotel. And I think it all came into play, and it was a cocktail for disaster. And I love using the word cocktail <laughs> because we have these beautiful cocktails. <laughs> it, honestly, it works perfect. I think it makes sense, though. If you're not in control of, of your body and yourself and your life in the moment, whether it be a chemical imbalance or, or whatever, that leaves you susceptible to other energies and entities to like grab onto you and potentially And I think just being you. an empath in general can lead to situations like that where you're mm-hmm. pulled in by certain energies. Yeah, I think you can relate like you've probably felt certain energies and more in a more uh, profound way than other people. So I used to not be able to watch horror movies because I felt like I was like being negative and like inviting this negativity like into my world and my life. And it would scare me. I would like be up all night and scared. I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I like 
inviting this i just rather laugh and watch like a, a funny movie <laughs> right yeah <laughs> you know but totally. then i then i kind of started to like like oh it's like the thrill of being scared and it's fun when you're with other people but right. that's how it is for me it's like the thrill yeah but i have to be with other people yeah it's yeah like a roller coaster. i feel like if you watch fun. horror movies alone that's like scary oh it's like punishment. i do it all the time you do it all the time really? yeah but i, I do it completely because, alone yeah because i for some reason in my brain because <laughs> i like have such bad like debilitating like anxiety already mm-hmm. sometimes i feel like in my brain it's like <laughs> a distraction from that anxiety mm-hmm. you know what i mean I like it's it. like oh i'm having anxiety about like real life things it's like i want to have anxiety about <laughs> let yeah. me be anxious about this Something. demon it's choosing in this movie. your Choosing your anxiety. Exactly. I 100% get that. It makes less room for, like, the real scary anxiety and more room for, like, the fantasy anxiety. Exactly. It's an escape. Like, I don't want to really feel the real anxiety. Yeah. But I'm down to feel like the other. (laughs) I get it. That makes sense. As someone with crippling anxiety, then, and I've I've felt it too, and everyone's anxiety is different, but I feel like you're, you're probably anxious most of the time. And so you want to choose an anxiety that is less threatening than exactly than the one that's really but then afterwards hitting your core i really get yeah freaked out so it's like a withdrawal. yeah i'm like laying in bed and i'm like oh now it's 7 oh, a.m yeah. <laughs> and now tomorrow i will wake up and have real life anxiety because i will have not slept yeah so okay. do you stay up because you're scared like you're no, scared of what's I stay in your up room because my brain okay (laughs) same same yeah i like go to like bed at 4 a.m every night damn it's really a problem yeah i'm i'm kind of bad i I have a that comes we're both bad i feel like like last night i went to bed at like five it was four for me oh really yeah so i actually have a question why so why do most entities seem to come out at night then you know, why can't that's what they why say middle of the night? Why can't it happen during the day? Because I think that's when your brain is most susceptible. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I think it comes I back think to it could the susceptibility. The yeah. Your brain is unwinding at night, and I think it just leaves room for things to happen. You're more vulnerable. Well, you were at rest. the hotel during the day. I was right? there during the day and felt it. So that's why that was odd, especially odd. Yeah. But I feel like in general, and, and especially in horror films, obviously, because there's something scary about the night. Something scary mm-hmm. about darkness. What do you guys think about... Is it about... the unknown? Is, yeah. it, is it because you don't... You can't see everything? <laughs> Maybe. You know? I don't know why we as humans are so afraid of the dark. Yeah, I think... you can't see yeah. what's in the corner. Exactly. Yeah. It's hard to see what exactly what's going on, and we want control. Yeah. You know, it's humans disarming. want control. So when you're vulnerable like that, and you're just, like, in your bed, and... You have no defense mechanisms at all. Mm-hmm. That's when that shit probably yeah. can really attack you. Yeah. For me, it's when I turn my TV off at night. Like, as soon and as I turn so my TV. And then it's quiet. That's why I sleep with mine on. I, I try to sleep with mine on, but since I've gotten older, it wakes me up. So I can't sleep with it on. And the light is, like, right in my eyes. So I'm, like, I've gotten the habit now of turning it off. But as soon as I turn it off every night, it's like my room goes from being, like, a safe haven of watching like Sex in the City and Parks and Rec yeah. to just like darkness and now you are vulnerable. Yeah, I sleep with SpongeBob on just like really low <laughs> and then I just like cover my eyes. Nothing with a can get you if SpongeBob is on though. Because I can like hear it. I yeah. absolutely love that. Yeah. Had no idea and I love that fact. Yeah. That's great. Great fact. Um, what do you guys think about 
ghost hunters and these people that basically seek out ghosts using instruments and tools and they think they can measure oh it's like cold here and so that I means don't know about all that yeah that's entertainment yeah Lane loves what do I you love, love ghost, ghost hunters. hunters oh the old I like the vintage ghost hunters you do episodes. but then we put it on the other day and like all of us just like went on our phones and we were like well, no, right, that wasn't go- that wasn't ghost hunters that was ghost adventures okay <laughs> oh I'm sorry <laughs> so different this, this guy says we aren't afraid of being alone in the oh no we're not afraid of the dark we're afraid of being alone Mm. Oh, interesting. That's deep. You know what? That's true. That is deep. If you're like mm-hmm. sleeping next to me, I feel way. If anyone's like with me, I feel way better. Me too. Even if they're asleep, it's just like someone else is yeah. here to witness. There was a scientific study that came out. I, I saw a couple of weeks ago on Daily Mail. Scientific study that said by sleeping next to someone in the same bed, you, you definitely do get better sleep. You get better sleep. It's scientifically really? proven. They did a sleep study that if you're with someone, especially like a partner, I think. Um, your sleep is like way better. If what they're if not they hogging snore? the blanket. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! If they snore, you're screwed. If they're shots fired. Hogging, shots fired. Okay, That's Ashley, why I, I haven't say, gotten I any can... sleep in the past years. <laughs> Me figured it out, everyone. The other thing is, they say going to sleep at night when you turn the TV off and the room gets dark and silent, it kind of makes you think about death a little bit. Because it's like you're winding down for the day. You're allowing your body to do nothing and to just shut off. And no more stimulus, no more life for mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. And there's something really eerie about that. And I, to, to, I don't think that really resonated with you. But to me, it really resonated because it was just like, yeah, that's what it is. It's like hearing the silence all of a sudden. And it's just like. Does anyone ever think about like dying right before they sleep, go to sleep? Yeah, I'm thinking about dying all the time. Me too. Like, I'm like, shit, I got stuff to do. I can't die yet. <laughs> yeah. but I think what, about like who's gonna like delete my search history. <laughs> oh my wow. god! Incognito window. In what are you history? doing? Yeah, just incognito. You're living but in I, like 2010. But I have some stuff. <laughs> there was incognito in 2010 I need to get too. back to. Yeah. Like my mom can't see these files. I always have my search history on like the. Unlike the ghost yeah. mode. Yeah, the private one. I guess yeah. I gotta start doing it. that. Yeah. But yeah. then like all my friends, like maybe like all my close friends like have my password to my phone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because wow. like I don't know if you guys like when people die, it's like uh like we wanted to see what was in there because like A, we want the photos and B, like we need to figure out like what else went down. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like you need the whole scoop. We need the whole scoop, but mm-hmm. it's like you can't like yeah. unless you have the password. So I have well, an idea for these a business. people have my iPhone password. That's now. true. Everybody <laughs> in the live has your password. Perfect. I have an idea for a business or an invention. 5555 five, 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 everyone. <laughs> Basically, it's like it's like a will for your phone and your computer and all of your digital assets basically. Everything that exists in your digital realm, you Obviously, you know, you want to give it all to someone that you trust, but there's going to be stuff in there that is, you know, you don't want somebody to find. It's embarrassing, personal. So basically, yeah, your nudes. Exactly. Like you don't want your mom going through your phone finding, (laughs) you know, stuff that's going to burn her eyes. So basically the idea is you would choose from everything that you've created, that you own, everything What's going to be uploaded to your like little lockbox when you die, and who has access to it? You're gonna like grant somebody the access to it, 
they're going to be like the executor of your digital will or whatever. Interesting. But how will your phone know when you're dead? Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to figure all that out. Like, <laughs> see, I don't actually want to invent the thing. I want to like give the idea to somebody who's going to do Investors, it. Investors, you heard it here first. Yeah. Digital yeah. will. Digital will. I just want the credit. A spouse will go through their dead spouse's phone and find out they're having an affair or something like that. Like if oh, and they're dead, and then it's like, oh, yeah, shit. And then that's See, a whole that's... other mind fuck on top of the f- losing your spouse. It's almost better But then it'll to make you feel know. better, because then it's like, oh, yeah. Well, at least that, it's not yeah. yeah, it's not a huge loss. Coming. Not a huge <laughs> loss for me at this point. This person was cheating on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, you can feel better about it. So what about positive energy, too? Do we believe in that? Do you believe in that? Or is it just negative energy? I believe in positive energy. Disneyland. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, but uh, some people say Disneyland. Disneyland is haunted, too. Disneyland, Trader Joe's. Yeah, the only negative energy in <laughs> Disneyland is in the Haunted Mansion. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Because it's haunted. No, I'm kidding. But, like, um, I think there are places that where a lot of fun has happened, for sure. And I feel like you feel a magical feeling at Disneyland. Fun you feel a magic. Has for me, I, I love I love Universal Studios. I love going to those places. Like, theme parks are amazing. A lot of happiness has been had at mm-hmm. theme parks. And you just can't help but feel that energy. Also, deaths. Sorry to it's go rare. there. It's I'm rare. sorry to go there. It's rare. Maybe, like, one person died at Disneyland Ooh. one time. No, there's probably definitely a, a more. Bunch. Imagine okay, going more. to Disneyland and then, like, you die. Like, what a horrible <laughs> what a, way to go. No, honestly, great way. <laughs> you think it's a good way? Yeah. happy. You know what? Yeah. That's a good way of looking at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. true. You also, did die at the happiest place on Earth. Dude, yeah. But also, like, do you guys ever feel like when you're hanging out with, with someone who's, like, good, positive energy, it's like... When you're done hanging out with him, you're like, wow, I feel so much better. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. There are people, like like, good good friends of mine, where it's like, I feel like I just did like eight sessions of therapy. You know what (laughs) I mean? Yeah. Also scientifically proven. Your endorphins definitely feel it. Yeah. Positive endorphins. There was a Nathan for you episode where he actually (laughs) tested this. You've seen the episode, right? I'm where sure I have. He like tries to be he tries to like be a good friend. He's trying to prove that he could be a good friend to someone, so he meets a random stranger on um on Craigslist. Of course. And then like tests his urine samples somehow, like in a weird way throughout the <laughs> their friendship date. Oh yes. Wait, and I'm it, trying to and it, it. his endorphin levels skyrocketed <laughs> after hanging out with Nathan and Nathan like proved that That's he's an right. amazing friend. <laughs> Nathan Filter is your Jesus figure. Like I Brian love him. Nathan, if you're out there, I love you, dude. No, I love him more. I love him more. No, He's... I think I love him If more. you're single, Nathan, yeah. Sarah's I am so, interested. Oh, so am. But, uh, we have someone who said people like to spread their ashes at Disneyland. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I didn't know that. That's, that's a weird. good place. Wow. Some people are so into Disney, I feel like Disney, that's though. illegal. Like, you're yeah, like, it probably is. Roller coaster, like, throwing ashes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thunder <people>. Mountain Railroad. <laughs> Not to be dark. But remember the story of the kid who got decapitated at Six Flags? Oh, God. He wasn't even on a roller coaster. He was trying to get his hat from underneath the roller coaster. Oh, God. And he legitimately got decapitated by the coaster going by. See, like, his ghost is definitely. I would probably, like, I would feel that that roller coaster is haunted. Yeah. Yeah, It's like Final Destination shit, you know? This guy said Disney tried to get it banned, but people still try. Wow. Mm. Damn. I mean, that's a, that's a, the thing. But I, I feel like those are positive ashes. Imagine them checking bags, like <laughs> on your way into di- to Disney World and find a jar of ashes. They yeah. should have Ghostbusters like sure at the front <laughs> yeah. and just say like wave them down with a wand, and then it's like beep beep beep. Oh, 
You haven't. When you <laughs> die, you have a lot like of ashes. Like dressed as Ghostbusters? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. We did it with my grandparents this summer. We we spread their ashes, um, you know, in like the lo- at the local beach in my town. And like my mom put them in Tupperware and wrote on it like, Grandma and Pop. <laughs> Let's not reuse this. But the the amount of ashes between the two bodies was like, Jesus. Some big Tupperware. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ashes. Mm. I don't know. They make some weirds me out sometimes. Yeah. I don't like to think about it. I don't like to think about it either. It is kind of like you're not kind of taking space up on Earth anymore, like where it's just like a stone and there's tons of land that's just dedicated to like dead bodies. It's definitely like good for the environment to be mm-hmm. cremated, but also like dude, how would we know if you can still feel shit when you're <sighs> I've dead? thought about that. Like it's like oh, they think that your brain is off, but it's like no. Yeah. It, once once your brain is dead and your body dies, like your organs are dead, you're not feeling Actually, anything. I'm surprised you don't believe this is a possibility cuz I think your soul leaves your body. I think your energy okay. is no longer That's in your Ash's body. That's Ash's theory that her yeah. that your soul leaves your body. I think yeah. th- when you're when you're dead, you're yeah. No, I mean like I definitely think it's great for like some people, but like for me personally, I'm just too scared. Even though I'm gonna be dead, <laughs> like oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I'm for too me, scared. No, I don't. Yeah, like I'm some too people scared to get buried. Yeah, I think being buried me. alive yeah. is more scary scary totally uh, even though you're not alive but what's interesting because this this guy just said (laughs) they used to put they used to put strings with bells attached to the that's so weird that's what i want (laughs) so Um, like they did used to do that so in case you were buried alive you could ring the bell and it happened it happened many a time no yeah yes yeah and they would take people up and they would be like fingernail like because think about it like when we don't have the same technology they didn't have the same technology we have today if someone was in a coma if one of those people were cremated if someone was Uh, unconscious or in a coma for a long time and like there was a shitty doctor they'd be like this person's dead let's bury them they They didn't probably wait the customary five days either they probably like let's just throw them into the grave right now yeah so they put a little bell in case they're that's terrifying. Wait. See, all of those souls, I feel yeah. like they are going to haunt someone. Like no, they those, people, unfinished those people got out and they were alive, though. Yeah. They rang the bell and they, they dug them the up. Bell. They finished their oh, business. The bell, those they ring, you rang the but bell. But what about the people that didn't ring the bell? They died. That didn't have a they bell. Died. They died. A horrible death. Dude, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So many people die, died <laughs> alive. They died alive. They got buried alive. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, what about people who got cremated alive? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would rather get buried alive than set yeah. on fire. Like the well, what's I mean, crazy. I think about what you're yeah. saying, Caroline, is, like, if there is still some kind of consciousness after you're right. cremated, what if your ashes are, some are poured in the ocean, some are sprinkled in your backyard, you bring some to, like, a, a community garden or something. It's like, do you now exist? No, you're not in your body places? anymore. It's just a physical body. How do it, you know? I, I just, it's it doesn't... Ashley, you're supposed to be our believer. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I'm I, I am the believer. I'm saying I don't think your soul like is in your body anymore. I agree with Ashley that likely... It's just a flesh. It's just the bag of chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> bag of chemicals. That's what yeah. we said last time, yeah. bag of chemicals. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel, I feel like cemeteries obviously have an overwhelming negative energy for the most part. Whether I mean, and so, a lot of the people, a lot of people die peacefully. But when you have that many dead people there and that that many that much emotion and tears shed in one place, mm-hmm. there's obviously gonna be negative energy there. 
in New Orleans, where I lived for a while, they all the all the tombstones are above ground. Like all the there's like mausoleums oh. and like oh yeah because the city's below sea level. So in the past in New so Orleans, when there's crazy bury. flooding, the bodies would like oh. come up out of the ground. Oh god, <laughs> that's the kind of city New Orleans. Is. I mean, I love. It's obviously my second. See, home. that's the kind of city you need a cremation guy in. You know, you just. You, but you they started putting the tombstones and like putting people's bodies above ground, like in, in giant crazy tombstones. They're actually beautiful to look at, like mind-boggling yeah. tombstones right. that are just gorgeous, like huge, big tombstones. Right. But I feel like, I mean, New Orleans is a voodoo city, too. So a lot of that shit's happened down there. Mm. That's a haunted city. If you ever want to go to New Orleans, definitely one of the most haunted cities in the oh, world, probably. It goes so bad. Spooky. It's great. See, I think some souls and consciousness, whatever, like, stays and they're haunted. They haunt people and they're kind of negative and something traumatic happened in their death or their life. And then some are like, you know, they go to another dimension and they can come and communicate sometimes and until their soul recycles and reincarnates. Or some don't. I think it's, it it can all coexist together. Okay. You know, in my mind, it doesn't have to be like everyone reincarnates at this time, like like one year after they die, you know, it's, 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 Mm Just, just energy flows. and it flows and whatever happens happens. I'm hopeful that that's the case, you know, but um, but you believe that medium was con- like speaking yeah, with your grandfather's totally, energy. Totally, right? like I believe that, like, like that's what I want to believe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that that medium, like, it's crazy. She had a lot of like the right things to say. Um. But I mean, there's, it's hard to get like, yeah. yeah. But like, for the most part, I mean, yeah. yeah. So you're optimistic, but yeah, it's exactly. all theory, it's but all speculation. You were, you were, you even said you were skeptical until you had this experience with the medium where she right. was so spot on. Right. So it doesn't have to be like an overnight thing where you're like, I think, yeah, now I'm automatically convinced. And but also, I think like, your mind's open. Yeah. And also, like, I feel like, this is so sad and it's like probably not the way it should be, but I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there's any like right or wrong, but like ever since I like had like people like so close to me pass away, I feel like I'm, I literally have like help, you know, like beyond, like, you know, like my life has obviously it's been harder because like they're not here, but it's like, I feel like I have someone like people watching over. You can me. You're feel almost, their you're love almost and empowered their because you have people. You have someone I mean, on the other side. People, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And now I'm like also less scared of like death and stuff because it's like wherever it is or whatever it is, it's like I'm I have them. I think that's beautiful. I think there's you nothing know? wrong yeah, with too. that at all. I think that's like empowering and mm-hmm. that's the best way to look at it. Yeah. And as someone who's an empath like you, I think you're able to feel that energy. Totally. In a way that's really crazy and can help guide you in a way yeah you know mm-hmm. so i think that's awesome it's funny like, i have a, i had a like really a profound s- way but i had like a similar experience like mm-hmm. i it you, you just feel supported in a way right that is kind of unexplainable exactly like you kind of just always have that support and it like because they're always there like it's like if you believe in like the energies and everything um like i'm like optimistic about then mm-hmm. it's like it it just gives you that type of like reassurance and like 
it's sure. like they're always with you. And it's like you don't want to not believe that. Yeah. You know, it's like if I didn't believe that, I would be so depressed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, it's very it's very plausible and definitely the energy is with you yeah. at, at all times. Totally. You're never going to forget that. It's all going to grow and grow. And when you need it most, it's there as support. Of course. So that's what's most important. And I think for sure that's de- that's totally true. No matter what, it is my shoes no, I'm tied to. I know I need to tie my shoes. Like what were we doing? It's like science aside, that's always going to be the case. <laughs> you know. I think that's. Uh, I think that wraps it up, guys. Wow. Cool. It's a good place to end. Yeah, I think I don't yeah, even know how long nice we've been one. recording, but uh, I think like a look. Energy's real. Hour and a half. Negative, positive. We don't know. But uh, we wish you positive energy, and thank you for watching. And yeah. Caroline, thank you for being here today. Yeah, thank you, thank you Caroline. Thanks, thank Caroline. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thanks for watching. Bye. And listening. Bye.